0: Doing, Park. How's the balls hanging?
1: What are you
0: Are you planning on going to bed in the near future?
1: No.
2: You ever going to bed?
1: No.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Miscellaneous Rhythm Podcast, the widest variety of art and opinions in college radio and the handsomest show in CFXU. Uh, I am your host, as always, Landon, and I'm joined, as always, by my two wonderful co-hosts. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19, we could not be in the same room together. However, we are all, in separate rooms, joined Via some type of cerebro, like in the X-Men, like we're brain linked. I'm brain linked here yeah. with Alistair Cameron from uh dirty old Mabu, Nova Scotia. Hello Alistair.
2: Hey, how's it going?
0: Uh, so not only am I joined by the longest and softest hair in the Midwest, I'm also joined by Pablo Honey's <laughs> biggest fan, Parker McIsaac, all the way from Country Harbor. Parker, how's it going? Why is dirty
2: old, man? <laughs> Mine isn't dirty old. <laughs> Country Harbor is dirty old. No,
0: Country Harbor is <laughs> nice. Good. Oh, uh, I nice
1: hope everyone is safe and healthy.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm Good. That's Beautiful way to open our show. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Parker. So let's address the elephant in the room first. Um, We unfortunately had to end our on-air season about two shows early due to COVID-19 when we all had to get sent home from X. So the last time we were all in the same room together would have actually been um kfc in new glasgow the day we went thrifting um but (laughs) other than that that well that was only the dirty bird (laughs) that was the very next day uh after our our season finale so we haven't been together in a while uh we've all been on quarantine of course we've all been isolated so i want to start with alistair how how's it going how's your quarantine like what have you been up to what have you been doing to stay sane
2: yeah well i uh i I put in the grind for school uh i'm all done now i finished uh yesterday um i put in like the grind pretty hard well actually that's a lie when i first got home like i didn't really do much school stuff and then it all kind of caught up at once so i had like a week where i was doing like a lot of school stuff but then like uh it kind of the the load got lightened a little bit and then i kind of just like trailed off and did my last take home yesterday and now i'm just uh I'm just that that's all I was doing to stay busy basically was that and like watching some Netflix and and just playing a little bit of music so now I got all this free time and today I spent all day basically in bed and um, tomorrow I will most likely do the same but then I think after that I'm going to start getting on a little bit of a, a little bit of a
0: schedule nice and the hair is long and beautiful so uh good job <laughs> oh, for maintaining you. that you parker. Too. oh stop thank you parker yeah <laughs> your hair's probably getting long because of the no haircuts um but other than that like yeah how's how's it going how's your quarantine it's
1: uh it's going pretty good i've just been trying to stay busy playing and listening to a bunch of music and watching concerts and uh finished school a couple days ago well my first year and uh yeah so now i don't really have anything to uh focus on so i can just kind of do whatever i want until all this is over hopefully sooner rather than later
0: yeah um you've been posting <laughs> a kitchen party how so how uh, i mean so what song yeah what songs did you post
1: <clears throat> i did um with a little help from my friends by the beatles cuz i thought that was pretty uh fitting mm-hmm. and then what was oh, harvest moon by Neil young because Beautiful. my my family loves it when i sing that song so i put that up for them
0: that's beautiful. Nice. How was the reception? People yeah. in there seem to be just so nice. They're
1: super, yeah, yeah. They're super nice. They're just like all for music and uh, talent around here, and it's awesome. It's it's really it's, it's it it was a good idea. Whoever whoever started it, it was a really good idea on their part.
0: It was. Um. But the one the one gripe I have with that group is they made they had a logo submission contest. And basically they had um, Submit Your Logos, and the one they picked was, is god-awful. Not only that, but they say you cannot repost this without written permission, um, implying they have some sort of copyright over it. Well, I can tell you now they don't. In fact, it's not even all original material. In the logo, there is a surgical mask. If you search up surgical mask clip art, that exact mask comes up, not in blue, but it's not hard to change it to blue. Uh, They also had guitars. If you search up guitar clip art, the very first suggestion is the guitars from the logo, also in blue. (laughs) they have a house if you search up house cute cartoon clip art it's right there like so it's not hard at all so i i I had a little laugh at the you cannot post this without written permission because i certainly can um and i will but alistair have you so you've are you you're in the group correct yep have you posted anything yet um
2: I like uh, the band that I'm in Bridges we posted uh, a couple of videos and then um traveling nobody's posted some videos too but I wasn't I wasn't in those videos they uh, they took those before I joined with them they were at Peter's apartment they just took some so I'm tagged in that but I'm not actually in it and uh, I am in
0: uh, one or two videos for Bridges too Nice so yeah uh, it's it's yeah. I see now I'm I'm just the music talker I'm not much of a music player although i did make a really cool rap song called quarantine dreams over this break but other than that like i'm not so i'm not super musical so i haven't posted yet but uh, i'm very glad you guys have and if you uh if you'd like to see those i uh we shared parker's with a little help of my friends cover on the micheliners rhythm facebook page but i'm gonna go through and share the other ones just so everyone can have a look at those so we've got they'll be on our facebook page facebook.com slash um I don't know what our link is. Just search miscellaneous rhythm. We're we're on that we're on on, on Facebook that way. Um, and while I'm at it, we've uh, we've got Instagram too. Um, all we've really posted on that was uh, is new songs from uh, new releases, new announcements from artists that we've played on the show or, or related artists to the show. So uh, if you'd like to still get music news from uh, a place, where, well, whenever I get music news, I usually put it on on the page. So make sure to check our stories at misk rhythm on Instagram. Okay. I know we've talked about playing music, but I know one thing we've all done during quarantine definitely is listen to music and listen to quite a bit of music. Now, I know um for me personally, I tried to listen to new albums. I tried to listen to more complete like albums in their entirety throughout the quarantine. And so I would like to now Talk about all of our top five quarantine albums. So basically, a quarantine album just being an album you started listening to, uh, either for the first time or more than usual during your quarantine. So uh, let's start with you, Parker. What? Uh, what? Let's Let's all go one for one. So what's your number five?
1: Okay. Well, mine are in no particular order, but uh, one album that I've been listening to a lot, of course, is uh, The Strokes' new album, The New Abnormal. That just came out, I think, probably, like, a week ago, week and a half ago. Maybe even not that long. How is it? But, uh, oh, I love it. And I love The Stroke, so. Um, but people say online that it's the best album they've put out in a while.
0: Let's go to um, Alistair. Alistair, what's your number five? They don't have to be in any order, by the way.
1: No, mine isn't in any order
2: either, but mine is... um. I just found her uh, actually not long ago on Audio Tree. I don't know if you guys ever watch Audio Tree on YouTube, so, but they have really cool – it's like it's like similar to like KEXP and like Tiny Desk. It's like bands coming into play, and like they just, they just always get really good music. And uh, her name is Sister Sparrow, and her band is called the Dirty Birds, and she's like this real cool like soul singer. She's got like a horn section and like just like a great rhythm section and all that kind of stuff like that. She's uh, really, really awesome. I've been listening to her album a lot.
0: Nice. Um, I will have to check it out. So, for me, uh, my number five is an album I discovered over break while searching up uh really sad albums. Uh, I've been listening quite a bit now. I I I'll, I'll preface by saying um I had not heard this album before, so hearing it for the first time was an experience in itself. Let alone re-listens because you always pick up new things. My number five is A Crow Looked At Me by Mount Erie. So this album was written by lead singer Mount Erie, uh, Phil Elvram, right after his wife, Genevieve, died from cancer. Uh, she's actually Canadian. Uh, so she passed away and he immediately started writing the album. Um, there's lines like, it's been 11 days since you died. Um, it's been six months since you died, things of the sort. It's really, really sad, but it sounds beautiful. Really, truly a beautiful yeah. album, um, mm. and honestly, quarantine. Man, I'm on those quarant. I got those quarantine blues. So uh, I've definitely been listening to quite a bit of sad music, as you will hear mm. as this progresses. But I would like to say this is definitely by far the saddest album I've ever heard, but also one of the most beautiful, poetic, and real albums I've ever heard. So I strongly recommend going out of your way to listen to A Crow Looked at Me by Mount Erie. So that's my number five, uh, Parker. Let's go to your number four.
1: My number four is uh Dominic Fike's Don't Forget About Me Demos, his little E P that he has out. I love his sound so much. It's so, I think it's so unique and I think it's something that people are gonna try to copy, but I don't think anyone will be able to do it as good as Dominic Fike. He's so good, so so good and so underrated. So if you haven't heard of Dominic Fike,
0: go uh go listen to him. He is very, very talented. Um he yeah. I now
1: I, I loved him.
0: I uh, so he he did, he works um with the Brockhampton guys like he's really good friends with them. He had that song oh, Three Nights okay. that was super popular last year, and he had uh a song that was also popular to a lesser extent, Phone Numbers. Uh, he was also yeah. if you like Brockhampton, if you've ever listened to Kevin Abstract's uh, solo work on his last Love album, you. Arizona Baby, uh, he was um he was on Peach right exactly, and he did the hook for that. And what a song that's. I'm gonna say it. Peach is the best Brockhampton song, and it's only got like three members of Brockhampton actually on it. I love it. Great, best yeah, best song really of the good. summer. Uh, yeah, so he was on Peach as uh, as Parker said. So we are gonna to go to you again, Alistair, with your number.
2: Um, this is, for me, this is one of my favorite albums ever, and I just um I was listening to it while I was doing homework, and then I recommended it to a couple of friends. I kind of came back to it. It's one of those albums where like you can always come back and you love it even more and more each time. It's Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie. They are I'm obsessed with that 2000s indie rock sound, and I think they're one of the best like bands from that genre and that time and that like whole that whole vibe of music. I think they're one of the best to come out of that. And Transatlanticism just as a whole album is a great great album It get flows from like song to song really well it's it's pretty it's death cab so it's pretty sad it's like a pretty emotional album but uh the the instrumentation on it i think it's the tightest that the band ever was is on that um like ben gabard songwriting on that album was amazing it just it's it's i think it's almost a 10 out of 10 album it's
0: one of my all-time favorites wow uh that's awesome yeah i'm Good pick, man. These are good picks so far. Um, (laughs) My number four is uh, Either Or by Elliot Smith. So uh, I started listening to Elliot Smith in 2017, I believe. It was like around Christmas time. I also started listening to John Mayer at the time as well. Um, So I listened to a lot of Elliot Smith that month, but took a break from it because it was just like so sad and depressing for me that like I couldn't listen to it unless I was in like a mood like that which shouldn't come often but then I decided to look at uh either or just in its entirety as a full album instead of just listening to random tracks from Elliott Smith and I did and it is a very 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 good album but it's also not a totally sad album which which is really good like the first track Speed Trials um it's not like super down and sad um, it's actually quite a beat. and there's songs like Ballad of Big Nothing, uh, what else is on that album? We've got, uh, Angelus, which is, is, it's down, but not, like, not super down. Um, I, I really, really, really enjoy it, and I like Elliot Smith quite a bit. Uh, so this is my favorite Elliot Smith album. Uh, it's got Pictures of Me, Rose Parade, and of course, uh, the saddest song on the album only being Between the Bars, which is sad, but... Not nearly as sad as, like, other songs you'll find uh, in his discography. So, uh, yeah, number four, either or by Elliot <laughs> Smith. Strongly, strongly recommend. I actually just picked it up on vinyl as well. So, uh, yeah. Parker, let's go to your number three. What do you got?
1: I've got, I'm sure uh, you guys have been expecting this guy to pop up. I've got his shirt on right now. Uh, it's Harry Styles fine line. Just, like... Harry Styles is one of my favorite artists to come in like recent years and uh, just love the album. I think it's, I personally, I think it's even better than his first one, which was like one of my favorite albums ever. And uh, yeah, it's just, I can relate to a lot of the songs on it. It's uh, like helping me get through this uh, quarantine and like what some stuff I've been going through. And uh, yeah, I just love this album so much. Uh, man, that album was so, so good. good. That's my so number good. three. That's so good. So good.
0: Uh, Alistair, what you got? Um, this is uh, one of my biggest... Biggest
2: flaws as a human being is that I always loved '90s music, but I never, until recently, until quarantine, I never really dived into Alice in Chains that much. And then that changed during quarantine. I went through like a week where they were all I was listening to, and Dirt Man, like that, like what, right. what an album, like what a hard-hitting banger of an album. And like, there are yeah. no, there's no, like everything on that album is so good. I mean, it's yeah this I, I mean it's such a you know such a famous album and it's like you know everybody knows how good it is so there's not really much more that like you can say about it but just one of the best albums of that era i think definitely i think it's my favorite oh, alice in chains album
1: 100 percent. yeah that's my yeah. that's got my favorite like alice in chains song on it and everything that's such a good album
0: yeah definitely um love dirt but it, it comes in number two for my alice in chains album alice in chains albums behind uh, Jaro Flies but it's incredible yeah. incredible album oh Jaro Flies
2: almost as good too I think mm-hmm.
0: the thing is yeah the thing is with Alice, in, Alice in Chains uh, former spotlight artist of the week by the way uh, on our 90s week episode is that like their albums like those two specifically are very neck and neck like during the Lane Staley era very um, consistently good like consistently very high quality yeah. yeah that's a really good pick Um, So at number three, I have I Love You, Honey Bear by Father John Misty. So I uh, have always listened to Father John Misty, like not always, but I've been listening to Father John Misty consistently for a while, um, but didn't decide to actually go through one by one his solo discography until quarantine. And I absolutely fell in (laughs) love with I Love You, Honey Bear. Such a great album, Scott. My favorite Father John Misty song on it, uh, When You're Smiling and "Astride Me reminds me of good times um like march march i'm just gonna say march was so fun it sucks it had to like end the way it did but like march was Mm -hmm. march was such a great month um so it reminds reminds me of the good times in march and it reminds me of you know past relationships and things of the sort in a positive manner which is albums don't usually Mm -hmm. do that albums are usually like talking about lost love or or things of the sort instead of just talking about you know i love you kind of thing i love you honey bear Really good. Uh, <laughs> my personal favorite Father John Misty album. Um, a lot of his fans and a lot of critics will say it's pure comedy, but for me, uh, I Love You, Honey Bear clocks in at number one. We've actually played um, True Affection on the show. So a little bit of miscellaneous rhythm. And he was a spotlight artist one time as well. Uh, so Father John Misty. And I know I just keep going with Michelin- miscellaneous rhythm facts, but I believe he was on episode one as well. I could be wrong, but I believe so. I'm sure it was. Uh, Disappointing Diamonds, I think, is what I would have played. Because I know that's definitely been on the show. So, yeah, perfect. Uh, let's go to Parker with your number two.
1: This one's kind of a weird one for me uh, because it's a genre of music that I don't usually listen to. There's an up-and-coming country artist named Tyler Childers. And his sound is just so cool. It's It's unlike anything I've ever heard before, but at the same time, it's very reminiscent to the uh, old like outlaw country that I really like, like Johnny Cash, um, Waylon, Hank, like all those guys. And this album was called Purgatory. It came out in 2017, and he's just he's just such a such an incredible wordsmith, and uh, he's got great lyrics and uh, great music, and uh, yeah. So Tyler Childers Purgatory, nice. I've been listening to a lot. Perfect. Alistair.
2: Um, I have got... Uh, where am I? Oh, yes. I just was listening to this album today. It's kind of like... A, I always liked this artist, and like I heard this album before, but like today I listened to it, and I just added it. Lena just asked us for this today, and I, I was like, yeah, I'll add this one, because it really hit me pretty pretty good today. It was... Um, Iron and Wine, uh, On Your Wings, that was like his first like pretty big project. I don't know if you guys listen to Iron and Wine, but like he started off as just being like a solo acoustic guitar player. He's really, really good, like beautiful finger picking style and all that. And then it's kind of like like City and Color kind of started off like that. And now City and Color is a band. Like it's the same thing with Iron and Wine. They're like a band now. It, it used to be just a guy. But um, very, very like acoustic soft, mellow, chill, pretty, really pretty sound. You guys, yeah, um, On Your Wings. I'd say it's his most popular album. It's really good. Iron and Wine.
0: Perfect. Um, I actually started listening to City in Color because of you quite a bit lately. So thank you for that, Alistair. Oh, nice. Uh, So my number two, I believe. Yeah, number two would be uh, Pink Moon by Nick Drake. So I started listening to Nick Drake quite a bit um, after hearing about the Mount Erie album. And just getting into, like, the lore of his life and how he died and things of the sort, like, you know, how he didn't sell that many albums, but, like, once he died, kind of people found him and and blew up. It's one of those cult following type of deal. Uh, Matt Mays did a really good cover of Pink Moon on his Instagram story, and I believe he did a cover of another song from that album. Uh, This is by far his best album. Very somber, um, raw acoustic music from the 70s. I really, 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 really enjoy this album. Um, I'm not a huge fan of much of his other work, but Pink Moon just really does it for me. So Pink Moon by Nick Drake comes in at number two. Parker, what? Yeah, I remember I saw that <laughs> Matt Mays posted. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was, was... outside for yep. some reason. Like, playing <laughs> in his backyard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Parker, what do you got for your number one? This better be good. Better be a good number one.
1: It wouldn't be... Uh... Parkin' with Isaac list without some oasis on it.
0: Oh, yay. Uh, <laughs>
1: so, so this one has a bit of a, a backstory. So, I, I guess it was like, probably a week ago, Alistair sent me a snap. Or maybe he sent to our group chat, where he was watching a Watch Mojo video. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and, yeah, okay, so it was to our chat. He was watching a Watch Mojo guys. Video yeah, And, and oasis's be here now was on this video for the most disappointing albums ever was it ever or like of the 90s or like what no it was ever man <laughs> and so i love that album so pretty much i've just been i've just been listening to be here now by oasis not only because i like the music but also to spite watch mojo Wow. Yeah, I I've, I've been listening to Be Here Now a lot. Great album, not disappointing at all. It's funny Parker. everybody in the comments on that video was like, what are you guys talking about? They're like that's a great Oasis album. Like nobody thinks it's like a disappointing album. It is exactly.
0: That's <laughs> weird.
1: Exactly right.
0: Watch, Mojo's oh, kind watch of Mojo up in is kind of like <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: We should have it. We should talk, talk. What do you guys think of we'll watch? watch Mojo?
0: man watch mojo like they they good they introduced me to a lot of music stuff when i was like 14 but other than that man their lists are hot fucking garbage like i don't know where they get their (laughs) opinions like when they did uh their their list of top 10 radiohead songs is fucking disgusting because they did not put fake plastic trees at number one like come on (laughs) guys
1: yeah okay
0: yeah,
1: like that's the best Radiohead song.
0: It is. We've talked about this. <laughs> okay, Pablo Honey. You know what, my favorite Radiohead song has changed over quarantine. Really? What is it? Spit it out. Right now, my favorite Radiohead song is "A Wolf at the Door." I'm obsessed with that song. <laughs> wow! From "Hail to the Thief." It's
2: so good. Yes, yeah, the last song off the album. Tom York says that's the darkest song Radiohead ever did. But well, listen to the lyrics, man. It's actually kind of like, it's like a pretty, like he talks, like, just li- li- listen to the lyrics. Like, look them up when you're listening to it. Like, he, like, talks about, like, it's just, it's a pretty dark song. I'll just,
1: yeah.
2: I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll let you guys interpret it how you want, but it's, uh, it's pretty dark, especially
0: at, like, the chorus. Wow. That, uh yeah, so, you know great hail to the thief never gets talked like even people even talk about king of limbs as uh as terrible as it is i'm sorry parker but um like people <laughs> parker loves king of limbs so it's like hail to the thief just never gets talked about so like yeah there's a couple good tracks on that like um uh wolf at the door two plus two equals five it's good <laughs> Three of my favorite radiohead songs are on that album
2: is two plus two equals 5 "There," there, and Wolf at the door. Those are some of their best songs.
0: Sure. I'll give you I'll give you that. Okay, I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Um yes. but honestly, let me just say, Scatterbrain is one of my favorite radiohead songs. That's also on the album.
2: Yes, yeah, Scatterbrain
0: is sick. Okay. Uh Alistair, yeah, so your number two was uh Refresh Me Right Quick. Or your number oh, one, oh, Number oh one. my number
2: one yes. my number one is yeah this is okay so I have a little bit of a story with this one so I used to follow this Instagram account they used to post like like really cool like alternative music and like just like post a song like something that's like a little bit like obscure and they would like post it and like it, would, like, it wasn't a very popular page but I found a couple of artists I really liked on it and the other day I was going through my Instagram sage stuff I was just going through it uh, I was looking for something like a meme or something like that that I wanted to send someone and then I, <laughs> I ran into this video that i saved from like two or three years ago and i like watched it and i was like oh this song is really good and it was this band that i never heard of and i don't know like i guess they have like a cult following i don't know if they're they never really made it big but they're really good they're called um get up kids the get up kids i don't know, if you know who they are but like they're really, really good. They and it's, it's their album on a wire. It's their I don't know if it's no, it's not their debut, but uh, it's it's one of their earlier albums, and it just has like a a really, really cool like I I would compare it if i was going to compare it to anything to like death cab for cutie kind of sound like it's got like this indie 2000s kind of sound but it doesn't really sound like death cab at all it's just kind of like in the same vein and the same vibe i guess but it's i don't even know how to i haven't really any heard any music like that before this this sound it's very acoustic based but it's like it's like rocking too i don't know it's just a really different sound i think you guys should both listen to it it's on a wire by
0: the get up kids it's really I mean, I've good. definitely
1: heard of the Get Up Kids before. Definitely heard mm-hmm.
0: of them. Nice. Okay, so before I give my number one, I would like to issue some honorable mentions. So for me, these are some albums that I've discovered and I've been listening to, but they didn't quite make my top five. So uh, on the honorable mentions, we've got Bright Eyes with uh, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. We've got West Side Gun with Pray for Paris. Uh, Sufjan Stevens with Carrie and Lowell. We also hey, have, yes, I just discovered that album over break. I love that album. It's awesome. I figure it's right up your alley. Uh, and also on the yeah. list, Oracular Spectacular by MGMT. Uh, I also have Pure Comedy, Father John Misty. Uh, Sometimes by City and Color. Uh, Bring Me Your Love by City right. in Color. American Football by American Football. Nice. Uh, nice. Funeral by Arcade Fire. Are they
1: good? I heard some stuff about them.
0: Yeah, I, I liked Month? their first yeah. album quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, then Funeral. And then I've been listening to uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. By Arcade Fire.
2: Landon, you are getting into all the good stuff now, man. You yeah. got City and Color on there. <laughs> got Arcade Fire on there. That's like my music.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I've also listened in uh, anticipation of her new album. I've been listening to Stranger in the Alps by Phoebe Bridgers quite a bit as well. But my number one most listened to album over quarantine. This shouldn't surprise either of you, especially Alistair, when I finally say it. Helplessness Blues by Fleet Foxes. I have been listening to this album more than I have listened to the sound of my own breathing. Like I've had Helpless as Blues on repeat basically since the start of quarantine. Like it's it's in the mail right now on its way here, uh in on vinyl. I love this album. I love Fleet Foxes. I've been listening to Fleet Fox's uh interviews with Ta- Tom Power from Q quite a bit as well uh recently. Ever since you yeah, told me I've Father watched... John Misty was their drummer, like it's been I've just been
2: I like I I always like is that true, it is you true. Know, or true. Yes. that like it is it is true. Okay. Yes yeah yeah i remember i heard that but i never knew if it was actually true but yeah for the first two albums
0: yeah and then they apparently had this huge like fallout and like they started to hate each other so that's why they and then robin pecknold was like fuck it i'm gonna take a break went to college and then finally came back and they did um what is it called the the crack up Crack up, yes,
2: yeah. which I thought I, I really liked that, and a lot of people didn't like it as much. For I like Fleet it Foxes, too. it was a different sound. I really liked it. I'm All That I Need, the first song on it, that's in like my top three probably Fleet Foxes songs. I'm obsessed with that song,
0: that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, thank you yeah. very much for, for uh, introducing me. Oh, the... That's awesome, Fleet Foxes are amazing, man, big time. <laughs> yeah, I've been so deep in the Fleet Foxes lore, Like it's it's uh, it's wild, yeah, so. Uh, before we get started on the rest of the show, I would like to shout out some new music releases. Um, we got two new songs from Phoebe Bridgers. We got, uh, Kyoto and Garden Song. Her new album is coming out in July, I believe, um... We've also got two new July think... Talk songs. We've got uh, Pay For It, which they've been playing live for a while, and is Shadow, both of which have music videos that are great. Their new album comes out in uh, either June or July. I think June. Um, we've also got two new Joji songs, uh, Gimme Love. And then we've, we played Run, but uh, Run is the B-side to Gimme Love. Gimme Love is, is, is okay. He's got a new album coming as well uh, later in the year, probably around like June, I think, as well. Uh, yes, there's been a lot of good music coming out lately. We got new albums from like Thundercat and Playboy Cardi just dropped a new song, new album allegedly coming soon. A lot of good stuff coming out. A lot of good stuff coming out.
1: I think I need to get into Phoebe because oh. she was on uh, one of the new 1975 songs, Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America. And, uh, I love her voice. And like I didn't know who it was when I first listened to it, and then went into like the YouTube comments and stuff, and they were talking about this Phoebe Bridgers girl. So she's really good. Yeah, I think I'm we'll gonna start listening to her.
0: Yeah. Strongly recommend. Yeah, her. I,
1: nothing but good stuff about her,
2: and
0: I never really listened to much of her either. But
2: uh, I I think I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna get into her.
0: Strongly recommend because she she so she's done her solo album uh, Stranger in the Alps, which is incredible, and she's also done an album with uh lucy dacus and julian baker called boy genius um so it's basically like an indie sad alternative like indie girl super group uh that album was pretty good and she's also in a band called better oblivion oblivion community center with connor oberst from bright eyes which is uh awesome as well so i strongly oh. yeah so i strongly like there's three albums worth of material um there despite the fact that she only has one solo album out uh the second one coming later this year. It's called Punisher, I believe, which is a badass name for an album. So, we've got all of that new music. A lot of artists are releasing new music. New 21 Pilot song, Level of Concern, has been playing nonstop in my bedroom as well. But um, New
1: Gorillaz song. New Gorillaz, new song. Gorillaz
0: yes. Uh, did you listen to that, part? That's one of my favorite songs to
1: come out uh, for a long time. It's got a super 80s vibe, and I love the 80s. So, I've been listening to that a lot.
0: Do they have a new album coming? Because they've been releasing a lot of singles. Like they had one with Slow Tie on it as well. It sounds kind of punky. No,
1: they've they've just been releasing music to, uh, just because of the quarantine. I don't think it's going to be a full length album, but uh, yeah, I think they've just been doing that to like hold fans over and give them something to listen to. I could be wrong.
0: Nice. And the 1975. Was I think Drews had a new song come out too.
2: Sorry. The Drews had a new song come out really? too. Really. Yeah, they uh they came out with a really cool video for it actually for like quarantine. It was like they were all like just in like different places playing it. But um I won't get into that right now cuz the Trues are one of my I I, I can't talk about <laughs> them with them. <laughs> we going I on Ann Murray Ranch. I have such a love-hate relationship with them. I can't I can't start talking about them right now. I'm going to get too emotional about it. Nice.
0: <laughs> They're nice guys. I actually met John Angus in like grade oh, four. Oh, really? Yeah, so his sister uh, used to teach at my school. She's my French teacher. Or I was in grade six, actually. And yeah, she brought him to the school one day and he just came in and signed autographs. I still have my that's... autograph from, from John Angus McDonald of the Truth that says, Landon, tweet on John Angus. And I was like, wow, tweet on. Because I was very active on wow, Twitter. that's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, oh, I follow you on Twitter. And he was like, wow. And then he put tweet on. So, I mean, looking back, it's like kind of funny, but yeah, at the time I was like, this is God himself <laughs> it's awesome, yeah, so shout out to yeah. the trees. parker nineteen seventy five no, have a new album I will spend some time in- yes, definitely spotlight them, um yeah, that would be yeah, yeah, yeah the nineteen seventy
1: five have mm-hmm. an album coming out uh the twenty second of next month, I believe what's this April this month, yes, yeah so I I think it's the 22nd of next month, and I can honestly say I've never been more excited for an album in my life, because I love the 1975, and uh, all the singles they've put out so far have just been, like, totally, like, next level compared to anything else they've done, and uh, they have actually a new single coming out. I think it's in four or five days it's called if you're too shy let me know and uh, they've been playing it live for a long time and the fan base hasn't been this excited for a song in like a long time because it's oh my god you guys have no idea it's such a slapper (laughs) it's such a good song and i I just can't wait to listen to the studio version
0: that is awesome parker you
1: love them man.
0: parker they're like
1: yeah one of my favorite bands big time
0: that's awesome That's awesome. Yeah. So, a lot of music coming down the pipeline. So, not only have artists been releasing new music and announcing albums and stuff over quarantine, but artists have been doing a lot of like Instagram Live concerts. Now, um, we've seen a lot of them on Instagram Live. We've seen DJs doing beat battles. We've seen like, I think TikTok is doing some music festival. Um, There was a big music festival on uh, TV like this past weekend. And even uh, Soccer Mommy did a concert on Club Penguin. Which was incredible. What? Yes, she went on Club Penguin and did a concert on Club Penguin. I
2: thought Club Penguin was
0: shut down. No, she's on it. She was on it. Yeah. No, all Club
2: Penguin got shut down like a couple of years they ago. Did, there was a big thing but about it. I think it. they're
0: back because it definitely, definitely oh. happened. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh research but you know she did a, she oh, yeah. i could be totally wrong
2: i just i remember like club penguin was ending and everyone was like making a big deal about it
0: yeah but uh there's a i was one of them yeah no it did it did end <laughs> for sure but i guess there's a new oh the new club penguin is this is called so maybe they just made a new one because of popular demand but it was definitely on club penguin and it's the same uh as the old one i used to be a big club penguin guy But she did a concert on there, which is fucking hilarious. So I want to know, have you guys been watching any of the Instagram live concerts? And, like, what do you think of it? Because I want to say even doing this podcast is going to be different. It's going to be a different atmosphere because, (laughs) like, when you're on Instagram, the technology is not very, like, equipped, I find. So I find a lot of the streams just kind of sound, to be honest, just kind of sound like shit. Um, And even this, like, due to the connections and stuff, it won't sound like we were all in the same room. So I want to know if you guys have listened or watched any of the uh instagram live or fucking club penguin concerts um i know we talked earlier about the one on tv (laughs) last night and i want to know if you have what have you thought about them and do you think even after the quarantine this will be something that continues in the future
1: let's start Mm. yeah
0: let's start with parker parker what do you think buddy
1: um well i'm gonna shout out a couple of my pals um sierra and uh davi we were all and I, were all huge fans of Rex Orange County, and he's gone live a couple times, yes. and whenever whenever he goes live in our group chat, we're like, Rex is live, everybody go watch, and like, we talk to each other in the comments, and it's like, I think it's super fun, and the artists are doing what they can right now, and doing what they love, and playing for their fans, and uh, the fans get to listen to, uh, to the artists play, and sometimes they'll just like, like, for example, during uh, Rex Orange County's lives, he'll take requests and uh, do covers of songs he's never covered before. And uh, yeah, and then I've also, Sam Fender went live and did a, a charity concert. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's great. I don't think, I don't know, I don't think artists will continue to do it as much or if or even at all after all this is over with. Um, Just because, um, I mean, they're super busy and maybe they don't have as much time. Well, they definitely don't have as much time on their hands as they do right now. So, uh, yeah. I think it's great and uh, good for the
0: times right now, but I don't think it'll continue. Tory Lanez is doing a lot of stuff on Instagram Live. Have you guys seen, like, his his quarantine radio? No. It's so funny. He does, like, talent shows and, like, girls come on and just shake their ass and you can win, like fifteen thousand dollars or something like it's some insane amount of money just for like doing a talent show he got like he got so many followers since quarantine started so like it's definitely a medium for artists to like put get out to way more people because everyone's on their phone like for instance pitchfork has been doing concerts like uh i think soccer mommy did one but i know phoebe bridgers did one and that just exposed like all these pitchfork people who follow their account are like oh so and so is live like okay let's go see because you know we follow pitchfork and like it's there and then they're exposed to new artists that way. So I I definitely see that and it really is good for the fans uh like you said Parker. So Alistair, what yeah, what do you think about all this?
2: You know, I honestly haven't really been watching that many. I just I just don't really feel any incentive to. I don't know, like if I'm like like I think it's a really cool idea and like you know the artists are still being able to perform and do what they love and it's awesome to see that and it's awesome to see so many people watching it. But I just think like I, if I wanted to, you know, listen to someone, I just you know, rather listen to the studio version than the the Instagram live or Facebook Live version. I love the idea and the concept and everything. I have watched a few of them, but it's just just not really – I'm just not too interested in it, honestly. But I think it's, like, totally cool, you know what I mean? But I um, I don't think it'll continue, honestly. Like, I think there's there's enough people that are interested in it now. But, like, once we're all able to, you know, go back out into the world, you know, people aren't going to want to sit behind a, you know, phone and watch their favorite artists. They'd rather go see them perform. So I don't. it's, like, it, it's working for the time right now, and it's working under the circumstances and all that. But uh, I don't think it'll have – maybe it'll continue a little bit, but um, I don't think it'll be, like, the – The new way
0: to watch a show you know what i mean yeah i know for sure i uh i'm in the same boat as you where like i definitely think it's a super cool idea (laughs) like i've seen a lot of promotion for them like i've seen little clips like uh you know individual songs like oh phoebe Bridgers, you know produced uh or performed a new song for the first time on live so like i've watched the clips in that but I haven't actually watched any of the live streams. Like it's super cool, but it's just not something I do. I kind of identify more uh with you, Alistair, where like I, I uh yeah, I'd rather just listen to the studio version. But I all and this also brings up uh another I don't wanna say uh issue because I don't think it's necessarily an issue, but another obstacle, and that is doing tiny desk concerts, because you obviously can't go to NPR and do the concert there with so many people. So a lot of artists have been getting tiny desk concerts filmed like just at home, which is better because you're not live streaming it. So the quality can be a little better, but people are still just filming like in their living rooms. And the way I see it is like, to me, I'm going to ask you guys, but, but to me, I don't count it as like a tiny desk concert because they're not there at NPR in that environment. Like King princess did one. And it's just her sitting at her couch playing guitar. So I want to know, yeah, like, have you guys watched any of the new Tiny Desk concerts, if you even want to call them that, and uh, and if so, like, what do you think? Would you consider it to be an official Tiny Desk concert, or would you just see it as kind of like a, an accessory? Uh, we'll start with Alistair. No, I'm a little uh, behind right now in in watching like all
2: this kind of stuff. Like, I haven't watched any of the new NPR Tiny Desk just because I, I I don't know honestly why. Actually, I just haven't gotten around to it, but um. I don't know if it's if, if it would be considered a tiny desk concert because the whole appeal of NPR is that it's like, you know, filmed where it's filmed at. You know, if you're sitting on your couch just playing your guitar, that's just an acoustic show. You know what I mean? Which is like, which NPR is a form of acoustic shows, but like, I don't know. Like, there's nothing, I th- you know, I think it's great that somebody's just like, if they want to put a, like, stream an acoustic, or not stream, but like, film a little, acu- like, unplugged acoustic concert, like, yeah, do that. But like, it's, I think NPR, the whole thing with that is that it's at the office and that it's at like the tiny desk concert space and you know and, and anywhere else like you know if i i think if i film a video of me in my bed right now playing the guitar and i sent it in i wouldn't see that as being an npr tiny desk concert i would see that as being like a just like unplugged relaxing video in my bed or something like that you know what I mean? but i wouldn't i wouldn't
0: consider that to be the same thing as npr anyways right. that's what i that's what i think yeah for sure uh parker yeah do you agree or do you kind of feel differently on this
1: i kind of feel differently i think it's um I mean, obviously, like being at the tiny, like being at NPR and uh, having that atmosphere is definitely like probably among one of the most special things about the tiny desk concerts. But I feel as if if um, if they're hosted and kind of uh, coordinated by NPR themselves, and I think it still counts as their thing and probably still counts as a tiny desk concert so i'm, I'm going to disagree and say that it does it is it is a tiny desk concert sure
0: nice that's uh yeah that's that's another thing too like there's another very interesting point where it's still released as a tiny desk concert it's still marketed the same it's still put out on their youtube channel it's still called the tiny desk concert by them so really like you can look at it either way like, yeah
1: I, I i think it's kind of like how uh, um like jimmy fallon and those like late night talk show hosts are doing it like it's I would still count people that perform from their homes for Jimmy Fallon as still a Jimmy Fallon performance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um okay. Now we're going to get into uh the final segment, but I think Alistair's favorite segment, um, for reference, we did uh, a couple little introductions for people who either just followed the page or who are going to follow us over the summer and not really know who we are because they haven't been following along with the radio show. Um, so on our Instagram, at Rhythm, we put up a couple little bios just of all of us and uh, included a section on our favorite show memories. And I think both of you had uh, hot takes in there. And if not, I'm sure... I know we all love doing the hot takes. Uh that I found. I, I had takes in mind for my bio for the show Memories. I, I I put that one in yes. and uh rant. Oh the Anne Murray rant. Oh man. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love her. She's great. If COVID gets Anne Murray, I'm officially squaring up. <laughs> I swear to God, Anne better be fucking protected wearing an M 24 twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. She better never take that M ninety five mask off. That's the way I see it. So uh we're gonna go in the usual format for those who have never heard us uh or or who are unfamiliar or just need a refresher on the format uh i will say a hot take and that i found on twitter none of these are mine parker's or Alistair's. and when i say it i'll say do you agree or disagree and all you have to do is just say if you agree or disagree and why so we'll start with number one kanye's full-on jesus phase will be over very soon much like bob dylan's full-on jesus phase I agree. <laughs> I think eventually Kanye's going to re- like Kanye Kanye really likes money. That's why he charges like $300 for a fucking pair of shoes and like $100 for a t-shirt, like things like that. Like I definitely think he loves money. But I think he's going to come to a point where he realizes okay, people aren't going to buy if I continue making these albums. Um and in turn in, in the that same vein, apparently he's been recording a new album in Mexico, uh or New Mexico, I can't remember which uh of the two, but apparently it sounds like really like uh, a lot like Jesus and older Kanye stuff. But people said the same thing about Jesus is King, which I found out yesterday most of which was recorded on Kanye's iPhone, which is probably why everyone praises the mixing, but I think the mixing sounds like shit. I think Kanye's vocals sound like shit. Like, even where he, you could tell he could do a really good vocal line, it just doesn't sound good. So, uh, I don't know. I think it'll be over eventually. I think Kanye's going to realize, like, look, if I keep continuing making music in this vein, it's not going to work. Not saying it can't work, but it didn't work with Jesus is King. Like, it just, it didn't. So um, unless he finds a way to do it right, which I don't think he has yet, I don't think it'll work. And I think he'll have to go back to making secular music, if you will. Um, Alistair, what do you think?
2: I honestly am not a Kanye guy at all. I don't really know much of his music. I don't know about this, like these phases that he's in and all that. But um, I'm just gonna, from what you've explained, I'm gonna agree that it probably, if it's not gonna, you know, if he's gonna keep on doing music in that style and you don't think it's gonna work, then he will probably probably end it like, you know, pretty soon.
0: Yeah,
1: Parker. I th- I think um, I think the biggest thing about Kanye is that he's always reinventing himself so I I think I think uh, I think he'll definitely stop making music like that um, in years to come but not for any reason other than him wanting to experiment because that's what he
0: does best very good point yeah people when Yeezus came out people thought holy shit is this where is going forever thankfully it wasn't because that would have been awful but like Yeezus <laughs> had some good tracks but as an album it <laughs> fell really flat for me um, okay, here's a take we can all get behind. Oh, oh by the way, uh, uh, for this one, I yeah, I agree. Um, I think I already said that, though. So, In Rainbows has more replay value than OK Computer. Okay, here's where I sit on this. I think In Rainbows has more replay value in the singles and in individual tracks than OK Computer does. I think if you want to listen to a Radiohead album it's, in its entirety, OK Computer comes number one. But I think if you look at specific tracks to listen to out of the context of the album for me definitely in rainbows definitely like 100% in rainbows and the bends are the two biggest single track radiohead songs like if i'm just going to throw a radiohead song in one of my playlists it's either going to probably going to be from in rainbows or um the bends and even to an extent um a moonshaped pool so parker parker <laughs> what do you think do you agree with this
1: no i i disagree um just because every single time I listen to OK Computer, I hear something I hadn't heard before. That's what that's what replayability means to me, is that being able to pick out something in a song or an entire album that uh, you didn't hear before, or picking up on something else, or understanding what it means. And uh, I think I do more of that when I listen to OK Computer than I do in Rainbows.
0: Nice, Uh, Alistair. I'm kind of I'm
2: debating it in my head. See, I was thinking at first that in rainbows I would say because it, it is a more you, okay Computer is a better album but In Rainbows has more variety and it's, lo- it's more unique I find and all that but then like I'm just thinking about it more just as overall I think Okay Computer as a whole experience is just like the best for Radiohead like yeah. the songs are all so good off of it and they all it just the album has such a vibe to it and just like you kind of there's a lot of hidden stuff in there like Perker said that you pick up on in different songs and I, I was going to agree that In Rainbows has better replay value but I just I think it's I,
0: I disagree now not, not that i about it more. Nice. Wow, that was awesome. But I like. Yeah. Um. I definitely, definitely see you guys where you see. Uh. Sorry. I definitely see where you guys are coming from. Okay. Well, that was our last hot take. Computer. And that was the end of our episode. Wow. This was lovely. It was great to get to talk to you guys again. So I would like to say thank you to You're Parker welcome. and Alistair for both coming on. Uh, and doing the first ever Miscellaneous Rhythm podcast. Hopefully. Uh... I think it went oh. well. I think. I think this
1: is pretty successful. Podcast.
0: I think it went well, for sure. Um, I definitely think it did. Um, I think we had a lot of good discussion. It was a lot of fun. This is so much fun. I always love coming on with you guys. So uh, if you'd like to see more from the Miscellaneous Rhythm podcast, please let us know on Instagram at rhythm. Please let us know on Facebook, Miscellaneous Rhythm. If you don't like either of those and would rather live in 2006 and email us. You can email us at mischrhythm <laughs> at gmail.com. Um If you'd like to share something to us on Google Drive, you can also do that through that very same email. Um, I like pictures. Of Has anybody cats. ever
1: shared anything with us on Google no, Drive? No,
0: but I use the Google Drive all the time. <laughs> like Our Google Drive Somebody is full. Somebody be
1: the first.
0: Did you know that? Oh, our, We got a lot of stuff on our Google Drive, Yeah. It's all graphics and stuff. So if you're ever like, oh, I've lost this picture, just go on yeah. to the Google Drive. It's there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, this was great. Um, like I said, you can follow us on uh, Spotify and Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, I suppose it would be, uh, Miscellaneous Rhythm. Instagram, at Misc Rhythm. Facebook, Miscellaneous Rhythm. Email, miscrhythm at com. You can follow me personally on... Twitter, and Instagram at Landon Morris. The O in Morris is a zero. Alistair, what are your plugs? Throw them out.
2: Got the Insta, uh, Alistair Cameron 12, 1 and 2, because it's the easiest thing to
1: remember. That's 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 the Insta. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh,
2: and my Snap is something different. I don't remember what it is. Alistair's throwing
0: uh... his Snapchat out on the show. Quarantine has him thirst uh, trapped. c uh, eight a- a-
2: a- a- cameras eight, camera six oh five. That's Snap.
1: Snap made that a- 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 camera it. Uh, it 605. Absolutely
0: thirst if you want do you want to talk music or something? Talk music. We know what that means, buddy. Uh okay. Parker, <laughs> throw out your plugs. If you want to th- Parker, if you wanna throw it like if you wanna go like Alistair and just throw go further, just like throw out your social security number or something. So, what's your what is your What if
1: you're not Um, my uh, Instagram is uh, Parker McIsaac P A R K E R M A C I S A A C. Uh if you look that name up, um on YouTube, uh I've got some covers on there. And uh I just like to say, um, Everybody, please stay safe and stay home, and uh, unless you absolutely need to leave, and uh, everybody, just stay safe and healthy, and uh, uh, peace and love, and we can get through this together.
0: Hey everyone, Landon here. We really appreciate you listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram at MiscRhythm, Facebook.com slash MiscRhythm. You can follow me on Instagram at Landon Morris, the O in Morris is a zero. You can follow Alistair at AlistairCameron12 and you can follow Parker at Parker McIsaac. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.